0: Well, I wanna welcome you to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail, and I have with me
1: Michelle Hutchison from the Mindset Exchange podcast. And we I'm are happy to be with you today, Pastor Gail.
0: That's good to be with you. And we're talking about the healing of dissociative disorder. And we're in part number three. And and this and, and really three parts just doesn't give it justice because this is such a deep subject. But today we're gonna to talk about vows and false belief systems and their purpose. And then maybe the role of medication that will happen when you're psychiatrist or whoever you're going to is trying to help you with your depression, anxiety, and the fears that you're dealing with, because those are real too. And we could even get into how some of you may really deal with suicidal ideation or suicidal thoughts. It's a whole nother big subject to cover in about 24 minutes. So, Michelle, I'm going to let you launch out. Where do you want to start with this vows or false belief systems or medications?
1: Yeah, well, I want to start with laying the foundation of how powerful our words truly are. So, making a vow is creating a belief system and then putting words to that belief system. So, I think about how in the beginning of Scripture, that God used a word to create. He created the worlds, right? And he created us in his image. And so when our minds come into agreement with a belief system, and we verbalize those belief systems out into the atmosphere, we know through the study of quantum physics, that those words remain, that energy remains out there because God created us to create and to procreate with him. And so our words, our vows that we make, the beliefs that we settle in our hearts and the words that we speak out, begin to create our world, our life, our expectations. And when we develop a thinking pattern, of expectation, then it becomes our default belief about ourselves, about someone else, about systems around us. And so foundationally, as we walk the journey of healing, we have to look at our thinking patterns and our language and the world that we're creating around us. So now we can move into vows and how they work for us and against us and how they develop our belief systems.
0: You remind me of the scripture that says, The power of life and death is in the tongue, and you mm-hmm. can eat the fruit thereof. And so, how I look at it at spiritual care, because when people come in, they will have belief systems based on how they feel. And most of the time, those belief systems are built around traumas or hurting events that they've experienced. And so, The belief systems have a purpose, and they're there for a reason. And most always, they're based on how the person feels. And the problem with that is, your feelings aren't always right. They might be half right, and that means what you're believing is a whole lie. And so really, the purpose of the belief system is to protect the person from more pain and hurt, and to help them cope with life. But every time- a belief system fails, they have to form another one, and it begins to look like a bullseye. The dot in the middle is the hurting event. So it'll look like a bullseye with the rings around it because the uh, hurting event will um, cause there to be a lot of belief systems that will uh Form to protect themselves, but it's a never ending job. The solution is not to form more belief systems. The solution is That's to good. change the belief systems into truth, renew your mind to get healing for the hurt that you're experiencing.
1: That's so good, Pastor Gail, because it's true. We create a belief system based off of the only lens that we have, and then we start making. A new life theology (laughs) based off of the lens that we have and so that last statement you just made is powerful the goal is not to reinforce our belief system but then to take a look at how do i need to think about this situation differently than i ever have and the beauty then is it requires us to seek out people in our lives that aren't just yes people but that will speak into us a different perspective And that includes
0: Scripture. Well, that's where Romans 12, 1 and 2 comes in. It says that we are to be conformed, not to the pattern of this world, but our minds are to be renewed and transformed so we can know what God's will is, His good, perfect, and pleasing will. If you look up Romans 12, 1 and 2, that's what those Scriptures are all about. And so then what happens if we're running off all these belief systems that are based on how we feel, you might get yourself into a situation and you say to yourself, man, I've been here before. How Mm -hmm. did I get here? Again. So so the trauma, so the hurt, so the pain has to be dealt with and the belief systems have to be changed. I remember one lady came in to see me and I'm not going to say what she did for a living, but she was very embarrassed and she said, I listened to your podcast, Breaking the enemy's Lies, and she came into session, she had a notebook where she wrote down 40 lies she believed about herself, but she rewrote all of them into truth except for six, so I had to work with her on. And you see, out of the false belief systems come a false identity. And out of a false identity comes behavior That lines up with the identity. So the only way to change behavior is to change identity, rewrite the hurts. So vows, I'll never let anyone hurt me again, or I'll never go to church again. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. And those vows begin to take a person down a path they really didn't want to go. But they don't realize how it's happening.
1: That's right, because our thoughts are different than our physical brain mm-hmm. our thoughts actually shape and form our physical brain mm-hmm. right i don't think a lot of people know and understand that and and i'm sitting here listening to you and thinking we're talking about disassociative
0: Dissociative. disorder
1: right and i don't like calling it Disorder, but I don't like calling it disability either, but it is a disorder because some things are out of order right now. Um, But anyway, we're talking about dissociative disorder and how it's a process and a journey of healing. And then we're kind of breaking down all of the parts of that healing journey, right? One part today is truly about those vows and our thinking patterns. So understanding and knowing that your thought life impacts the physiological makeup of your brain, and once you have a thought, you develop a pathway of thinking that literally, physically, molds a shape in your brain, and then your brain begins to so easily take that thought process over and over. But if you understand that they're two different things, you understand that you can control your thinking life which then restructures your brain and then, of course, changes your behavior pattern. So, I wanted to, again, put in context the powerful conversation that we're having right here.
0: So, when there's disorder, God can bring order. So what I'm talking about is in Genesis, the Bible says the Spirit of God hovered over the waters and God brought order to creation. We are God's creation. Jesus created us, and he can bring order back to the disorder. See, it's the enemy's job, John 10.10. The enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life, zoe, spirit, body, and have it more abundantly. So it takes time. So you've got to really sit down and say, what are my belief systems and what are my false identity? Now, you can kind of tell when you think about the things that you feel that that's not completely true. So then you say to the Lord what is truth and this is where you might need a good Christian spirit-filled counselor to help you with this, because this is gonna take time, but it'll be freeing for you and vows that you've made have to be broken, Lord. I break my vow, and I ask you to forgive me for making that vow. So, in I'm going to differentiate in satanic ritual abuse, their number one vow is I take I I make a vow to forget my vows, and so they don't want to remember their vows because if you break the vows, whether it's from ritual abuse or just through going through trauma then now the Lord can put you on a better path. Now, did I say it would be easy? No, I never said that. But the Lord can put you on a better path once you've taken the time to break the vows. And by the way, when you rewrite this stuff into truth, it's gonna take a hot moment for you to accept it because at first you're gonna say, I don't know why I'm repeating this stuff. I don't believe it yet. Well, that's- That's why we have to pray that revelation would come.
1: That's right. So it's the belief that you can see the future and believe in the future and speak over your life what is to come. But first you have to understand what vows you need to break so that you can then speak into the future.
0: Well, and here's the thing um, that I just want to share with you is that our words chart a... Chart- our words chart a course for our future. So if you say I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm dumb, and I'm stupid, mm-hmm. that's exactly how you will act because you'll be a self fulfilling prophecy. Right. But if you don't believe that and say, No, 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 I'm not dumb. I've been I have the mind of Christ. Now I don't feel like it right now, but I'm gonna speak this over my mind. I have the okay. mind of Christ. Well, you didn't believe the lie right away. It took you a few times to hear it. it. It came over time for you to believe it. Well, in the same way, when you start speaking the truth and rewriting the lies into truth, you're gonna be like, wow, this feels really foreign because now you can speak into this. It takes time for you to rewrite your neuroplasticity. Talk about what I just said there, Michelle, from a psychological point of view.
1: Well, I think it is exactly as we've been talking about this whole time. Our, our brains have the ability to form and reform. We didn't understand this, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, but we know now that neuroplasticity is real. So just like if you pictured a track, a fresh track being, um, created in fresh snow you know you you take a snowmobile you take some fresh snow and you build a track and then that becomes your default track or your default thinking pattern but if you stop using that thinking pattern and you start to build a new trail in the snow and then more snow falls guess what happens the old trail gets covered over And the new trail becomes the new default pattern of thinking very simplified answer to your question pastor Gail but it really shows us we can rebuild new pathways of thinking and behavior the more that we follow after that pattern of thinking and behavior and the old patterns die once we're no longer using them they die off and so As you speak life over yourself every day, over and over, as you believe into your future and what it is that God believes about you, you will begin to change your thinking patterns, what you believe about yourself, whether you default to negative thinking or positive thinking, you can begin to reform the way that you function. Actually, Dr. Carolyn Leaf does a lot of really good work around these concepts and she actually has a program now a neural restructuring program that you can follow and she'll walk you into renewing your mind daily until this becomes the new mindset that you carry and when we carry a new mindset pastor gail it changes the chemical vibration makeup of our bodies because we're cellular energy and so our bodies carry cellular energy and what we speak impacts that cellular vibration, whether positive or negative. And then we start moving into whole body healing. Our physical body follows our belief systems and patterns. Life and death is in the tongue.
0: Yeah, and it just takes time. In Bible college, we had a psychologist and he would always say, it takes a while to wear a new groove into the brain. That's right. And okay. so you got to remember, if, if you feel discouraged because you're trying this and it's not working, it just doesn't seem like it's working, remember, it takes time. So you, you really have to put work into it. Well, I was working with a gentleman that had PTSD real bad because of being in the military, and he listened to my new Pathway CD. We uh, used to be, now, now it isn't a CD, now it's on podcast. And he came in the next session, and he had it all wrote out word for word, and I go, what? He said, yes, I listened to this. It was 80 minutes long, and he wrote out every word. I said, why did you do that? He said, well, in the military, when they gave us a manual, said, read this. It might, if you don't, it might cost you your life. He said, I took it serious. Mm -hmm. Well, by listening over and over, by rewriting that new pathway teaching, it had a huge effect on his mind which affected his body which affected his behavior it's like a chain reaction in some ways but you really got to give yourself grace Mm -hmm. and you got to give yourself some time
1: well you make a good point we're in a fast food society yes want everything now and so when it doesn't happen tomorrow then we get discouraged and say pastor gail what you're talking about is a bunch of and i don't think so but the truth is we do know that these concepts are real and they are life-changing and the scripture tells us the truth and the truth is exactly what we're speaking into today you know i mean honestly i have to practice it in my own life there are Mm -hmm. days when i know and believe in the things that the lord has spoken over my life and then there are many days when i am discouraged and i wonder if i'm goofy (laughs) and then i am reminded by the voice of the lord and by the people that surround me and so i am so thankful that I've trusted the Lord to begin to bring people into my life that speak life into me when I can't speak it into myself. God will gift you with a support system to lift you on the days when you don't know how to speak life into yourself or how to to speak about your identity in a way that continues to renew your mind.
0: The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new is come. Now, actually, that reads in the Greek language if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passing away and the new is coming. And then we read, and I think it's Philippians 1 6, that says, He who has begun a good work in you will yeah. bring it unto completion to the day of Christ Jesus. And then it says in Romans 8, around verse 28 through 39, that for those that God foreknew, he did predestine to be conformed into the image of his son. So when you hear those scriptures, you hear that God takes us through a process. And so transformation good. and becoming the person God wants you to be is a process. And then I hear the scripture in Joel, which says, I will pay you back for all the years the locusts have eaten. And there's a promise in the Word that God will give you back everything you've lost, and eventually, once you're healed, your misery can become your ministry all over again. And so, we've got to understand, as we dig into the vows, the false belief systems, there is going to—it's going to be work, but then in the midst of all this, you're going to go to your psychiatrist, and he's going to give you—or your doctor He's going to give you some medication to help you with your anxiety, stress, and depression. Am I right, Michelle?
1: I mean, you are absolutely right, and and yet you have a choice about whether you want to take mm-hmm. medication or not. I actually was listening to something the other day that's coming out about how how you know I, I've always been an advocate of medication, especially because sometimes you just need that jumpstart, but then also being wise in your choices because there's some work coming out about how um, medication can really affect the brain chemicals and that using some of these practices and exercises that we're referencing actually can become more powerful in the healing process.
0: As you receive healing, and this is what spiritual care is big about, as you receive healing, help in wholeness you can go back to your doctor and you and your doctor can work together to cut back on some of the medications that he originally put you on so as you receive more healing and I want to say this as a disclaimer please do not get off your medication please do not quit cold turkey if you're on medication stay on it and consult with your doctor or your psychiatrist Uh, what they want you to do with your medication, because I knew a guy that was on 15 psychotropics and he's on none today because as he got better, his doctor reduced the medication. He got better and he got off. Now he's only on one med right now and it's for pain because he hurt his back. And so it is possible, but you really have to work with the doctor, the counselor and the spiritual aspect. And That's I want right. to be careful with that. I mean, Jesus, people filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is also where the gifts of the Holy Spirit come in, because so sometimes I'll be operating in word of wisdom, word of knowledge. There are gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 that God gives his body and equips yeah. them with to bring healing and equipping into people's lives that I think is so important
1: understanding the the gifts are there to equip the body and the gifts, whether it's the wisdom of practicing the science of medication or the science of healing or the prophetic um, supernatural gifts, using them together in collaboration is exactly what we're talking about today. It brings those beautiful outcomes. And you know, as we were talking about the journey, Pastor Gail, I just want to back up for a minute and say, do we believe that God can supernaturally heal in the the moment? Absolutely. And we do see that sometimes. But oftentimes, we see this process that we've talked about in all of these podcast episodes here. And it's the process of learning the relationship with God He wants to build a relationship with us in the healing process. He wants us to learn and know and understand his nature so that we can turn around and impart that to others. And so as we're talking about this journey, let's not lose sight of the fact that God wants a relationship with us.
0: Well, this is just the tip of the iceberg, and we just pray God's best for you, all of you that are listening, that you would receive health, hope and healing uh, a website at spiritual care is spiritualcareconsultants.com do you have a website Michelle
1: resilientminds.com
0: feel free to go to those websites and I just want to say uh, may God richly bless you in all you do and I, I want you to leave you with this in the closing few seconds I want to leave you with the fact that there is always hope hope You're not impossible. God is the one who can do the impossible. He can bring healing. So in the name of Jesus, we leave this program giving you hope in his wonderful name. From Gail and Michelle, have a good afternoon. Bye. Bye.